You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. PZ Printing, pitching change for BYU, brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Drew Zimmerman is in, replacing Cooper McKeon. But let's, uh, let's tip a cap to Cooper McKeon. These are Coop's last six outings. One and a third, three Ks. Two and a third, three Ks. One and a third, three Ks. Two-thirds, no Ks. Then one and two-thirds, three Ks. One and a third, three Ks. That's nuts. He can strike guys out. (laughs) And he's out. Pulled for Drew Zimmerman. Zim. Making his 17th appearance. 4.32 ERA. Strikeout per inning. 16 Ks in 16 and two-thirds. He's walked nine in those 16 and two-thirds. Batter sitting 224 against him. First batter he faces is a good one. Billy Cook. And he fouls it to the BYU bullpen off a one-ball count for one ball and one strike, no one out here in the top of the seventh. So Pepperdine takes a lead into the seventh. When the Waves lead through six, they're 15-3 and three on the year. BYU trailing after six is 2-19. and 19. So the Kooks have one when down in this situation. Down two right now, 5-3. to three. That's a swinging strike from Billy Cook. And Zim is ahead one and two to the leadoff hitter in the seventh inning, Billy Cook. Billy Cook tonight is one for two with a base on balls. He scored after that base on balls in the fifth. He scored on a three-run home run by Iran Modlin. High for ball two. So two and two to Cook. BYU and Pepperdine game one of a three-game set. Cooks needing one win to lock down a winning WCC record. An important distinction. They're at 13 and 11 in league coming into this weekend. The Waves have one more series after the BYU series. For the Cooks, this is it. Foul back to the screen. Stay two and two. Pepperdine will be at Pacific to finish out their regular season next weekend, Memorial Day weekend. Head coach of the Waves is Rick Hertensteiner. In his sixth year. 133 and 130 is his record. He previously spent 17 years as a Waves assistant. The 2-2 two and two from Drew Zimmerman to Billy Cook. 2-2 two, two outside for ball three. I mentioned my allergy situation today. And as we have a monitor here at our broadcast location, Tuck, watching the BYU TV app broadcast, we see the cotton flying through the air. And it's been wafting through the booth here as well. It's that time of the year. I just got leveled this afternoon a, by it. I feel for you, Greg. I hate when that happens. I was cruising along this spring, too. That's a swing and a miss. Good pitch. As the Kooks start racking up the Ks with McKeon and Zimmerman. As Zim strikes out the first batter he faces in relief tonight. Billy Cook with a swinging strikeout. The Kooks have now struck out three of the last four Pepperdine batters. Ron Maudlin, he of the three-run home run in the fifth, hits now in the seventh. Maudlin reached on a fielder's choice in the first, singled in the fourth, and then the three-run jack in the fifth. So two for three for Maudlin tonight. With a run scored and those three RBIs on the jack. Check out the uh, 
softball score in Tempe here after the 1-0 delivery for strike one. One and one, one out here in the top of the seventh. Waves up 5-3. BYU softball down in Tempe tonight, taking on Virginia Tech in the regional opener there. And the Hokies win it by a final score of 5-2. BYU back in action tomorrow as Maudlin misses everything on the Zim delivery. One ball, two strikes. I believe Arizona State or Southern Illinois next up for softball tomorrow down in Tempe. The winner go home game for BYU. The one two. And that's a strikeout. Good BYU's retired four of the last five wave batters via the K. And that's another swinging strikeout. So Drew Zimmerman comes in and strikes out the first two batters he faces. It will bring John Peck to the plate. Peck is one for three tonight. A strikeout, a 6-4-3 DP ground out, and a single. He was stranded after a single in the fifth, and that was the last batter Easton Walker faced. Peck hits now in the seventh with two out, and his team up two, five to three. Yeah, and this is a team that lives off the long ball. Obviously, four of the five runs today have scored because of the long ball, but be, being that, when, you, when you're a team that will hit a bunch of home runs, usually a swing and miss team as well. And everybody except for one guy in their lineup today has 20-plus strikeouts on the season, if not 30, 40, and there's even a, couple, uh, even a guy with 50 strikeouts. So they'll strike out, but uh, if you make a mistake, they can make you pay. The 0-1 becomes 1-1 as that ball's low and away and skips away from Abe Valdez. No harm done there. No one on base. Well, and the key when you're facing this type of lineup is you can't let them just sit on fastballs. You have to be able to throw a secondary pitch, and you know, that got East in trouble a little bit. Both home runs were fastballs that he left elevated, and uh, they can do damage. Swinging through strike two is John Peck. And then you look at Coop, who comes in, was able to throw. He got his all three of his strikeouts on sliders. And then Zim got his two strikeouts this inning on changeups. And so if you can throw that secondary pitch against an offense like this, it can really, really be effective. Coop's on a strikeout run right now. For the last five, Waves retired via the K. That's a chopper foul down the third base line. It'll stay one ball, two strikes, two out. Sacks are empty here in the top of the seventh. Pepperdine 5, BYU 3. Due up for the Cougs. Freddie Achikar, Abe Valdez, Brock Watkins. Six, seven, eight spots for BYU. Pepperdine had some COVID issues this season. As that's delivered high and away for ball two. As a result, the Waves are playing only their 40th game of the year tonight. BYU playing its 48th game of the season. There's your disparity right there. with two out and no one on. Zim sees that lifted to left and to the scoreboard netting for a home run in the top of the seventh. The Waves lead it now 6-3, a third home run. Every Pepperdine run scoring tonight via the long ball. That's right. There was one not scored on a home run, but it is another home run for Pepperdine, and the score is 6-3. There was an RBI single in the sixth. Everything else via the jack tonight. Yeah, and Zim hung a slider right there, and uh, he was all over that pitch. So John Peck with the home run, a solo home run, and 6-3 to three is our score. Five of the six Pepperdine runs scoring on the home run tonight. Brings Justin Lutz, who had a solo shot in the second to the plate. For Zim, that's his third home run allowed of the year. 
Waves lead it 6-3. Six, six runs on 11 hits. BYU three runs on seven hits. Base is empty. Two out. 1-0 the count. Grounded to deep second. Covering is Zimmerman. Steps on first on the throw from Pitty and three are out. But another run scores for the Waves. So for Pepperdine in the top of the seventh, one run on one hit. It was a home run by John Peck. No errors. No one left on. Let's go to the seventh inning stretch. Brought to you by doTERRA. doTERRA, pursue what's pure. We go to the bottom of the seventh with Pepperdine leading BYU 6-3 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Right-hand reliever Jack Baird delivers to Freddie Atchikar to begin the BYU seventh. Cougs now down three, six to three. One ball to Freddie. Foul back for one ball and one strike to Atchikar, the BYU first baseman. Freddie has hit had his senior night tonight because some family travel and itinerary concerns on the weekend. Got the folks here on the Thursday game for Freddie. One ball, one strike to Atchikar. Freddie tonight has struck out in both plate appearances, but uh, at first base, he's been uh, active and acrobatic in making some very nice stretch plays to record outs for BYU. Freddie had a three-hit night against Utah's second three-hit effort of the season. Atchikar hitting 191 as that's High and outside for ball two. Ball skips away from the catcher. And rolls to the other catcher, Abe Valdez, in the on-deck circle. Two balls, two strikes to Freddie Atchikar. Well, let's get a leadoff hitter on here and get something going. 2-2 two, two to Freddie. Swing and a miss. Three strikeouts and three at-bats for Atchikar. Swinging, looking, and swinging for Freddie tonight. Five strikeouts from the Pepperdine pitching staff. And Freddie's been the victim for three of them. It'll bring up Abe Valdez. Freddie is another one of the strikeout victims. He then became involved in an interference play that resulted in an unusual double play against BYU in the fourth. Yeah, Cowden stole the bag, but uh, when he struck out on the full count... uh his body ends up over the plate, which is an automatic interference if the catcher attempts to throw. And the ball got into center field. Cowden got to third, but it didn't matter. I was calling Cowden at third, and Tuckett was watching the umpire and making that call. That's a fly ball to right field. Right fielder almost didn't have to move to make that out. That's out number two here in the seventh inning. Pepperdine six and BYU three. Our score. Abe Valdez now 0 for 3 with a strikeout and two flyouts, bringing up Brock Watkins. Watkins singled and scored in the second. Grounded out in the fifth. The bats now in the seventh with his team down six to three. So we're getting late here in Provo. Cooks down three. Six to three. Six runs, eleven hits for the waves. Three runs, seven hits for BYU. The 1-0 to Watkins with two out. A take for two balls. And no strikes. Cougs and Waves will do it again tomorrow night. Six o'clock Mountain Time. One o'clock matinee on Saturday. 
Chopper oh, wow. to third. Diving wow. stop and a throw to first. Wow. And a one-hop retirement. What a play by Iran Maudlin. Diving and then throwing practically prostrate for a one-hopper to first to catch Brock Watkins. He wasn't all the way up. He was on one knee when he made that throw. And the one-hopper gets Watkins. What a play. To get the waves out of the BYU bottom of the seventh. It's another 1-2-3 for BYU on offense. A strikeout, a flyout, and a ground out. And the Cougs are out of the seventh. We go top eight for BYU in the bottom of the seventh. No runs, no hits, no errors. No one left on. Pepperdine six and BYU three. Top eight next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Top of the eighth we go. Pepperdine six and BYU three. Whether or not it comes tonight, it's crucial that BYU get one win this weekend to assure the Cougs have a winning conference record this season. Something in play in addition to, of course, the series win you always want to get. Pepperdine leads BYU 6-3, top 8. BYU coming into the weekend 13-11 and 11 in league play. So any win makes it so that you'll definitely finish above 500 in conference. Waves coming in three games below 500 in league as the Cougs strike out the first batter in the eighth inning, Reese Alexiades. And Drew Zimmerman, since coming in, has struck out three of the five batters he's faced. Of course, one of the batters he faced went over the fence for a solo home run. It is six to 6-3 as a result, but Zim's pitched well, as did Cooper McKeon in relief of Easton Walker. Alexiades is retired on strikes. Brings up Ryan Johnson. He singled and scored in the sixth. He was in a position to score thanks to a wild pitch that put him at second after his single. Yeah, and like you said, we just need the one win to finish with a winning record in conference, but we're really looking for that series because we had won three straight series, correct, coming into yeah. this weekend. We'd love to finish with four series wins to end out. The 1-0 goes to two balls and no strikes with one out. I mentioned Johnson scoring on the single after following a wild pitch. It's the only run that Pepperdine has scored tonight that didn't come on a home run. Swing and a miss for strike one from Ryan Johnson. Johnson ground out, fly out, and then single and scoring in the sixth. So one for three night for the RBI leader. Also strikes out a lot. Second on the team in K's, but no strikeouts tonight as he waits the 2-1. Grounder to short. Watkins handles chest high. Plenty of time. And gets his man at first. Greg, I can't get over how good of a play Motlin made there to end that last inning. Yeah, the bottom of the seventh saw Brock Watkins, the BYU shortstop, hit sharply to Aron Modlin, who dove to his left to make the grab, make the stab, and then didn't even get to his feet. He threw off a knee from third and off one hop, got his man at first. Heck of a play. It really was. Well, Brock's not slow. No. And that's a long throw and not a ton of leverage behind it. So just an excellent fielding effort from Modlin. In a more crucial situation, that's a game saver. But that was either way, regardless of the situation, just a stellar play from third base. One ball, one strike, two out. Here in the top of the eighth, the batter is Charles Messino. And takes on a 1-1 for two balls. And a strike, Messino, ground out, fly out, strike out. So doing it every which way tonight, but getting a hit. And he was 7 for 17 coming in two tonight, so he's been swinging a good bat. 
2-1. That's lined in the five hole. That'll be a single to left field for Charles Messino. Eight for his last 21 now at the plate. Between five and six. A single to left. Six-hole shot for the single to left field for Messino. Two outs and one on for the Waves here in the top of the eighth. Six runs on 12 hits for the Waves. Three runs on seven hits for BYU. Runner on the move. Throw high to second. Stolen base on ball one. Yeah, a little hit and run. Uh, didn't he swing? I thought he swung. Hmm. I thought it was high for... Was it? I thought it was... Hmm. Ball is... Yeah, I thought he swung, yeah. Umpire said 0-1. Yeah, 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 it yeah. is 0-1. Scoreboard showed 1-0, but it was yeah. a swing there. Or there was a strike for... Yeah, it was a hit and run there, and yeah. that's what I was focusing on. The runner took off. Messino does steal, but it's 0-1 with two out. As Joe Capra the catcher's at the plate. So one ball, one strike, two outs, and a three-run lead for the Waves' top eight. Getting late here in Provo, 6-3, to three, peps up. That's inside, skipping away and ahead of Abe Valdez. Two balls and a strike. Well, throughout the season, we always talk about the insurance run, right? I mean, we're still in this game, three-run game, and Pepperdine's really looking for that fourth run, give themselves a little more cushion with, you know, six outs to go for them defensively. BYU's never lost a home WCC series to the Waves. Have won two of three every time they've played a three-game set in league. Again low for three balls and a strike. But he checked swing there. Looks like the umpire called. That's right, two and two. So two balls, two strikes, two out. And the runner on second is Charles Messino. So the even count to the nine-hole hitter, Joe Caparis. Zimmerman works on the third base side of the rubber. The righty kicks and fires. And that's slowing away for ball three. Now we're full with two out and a runner on second. Pepperdine six and BYU three. The Cougs had a 2-1 lead. And it lasted for two and a half innings. Well, you know you're going to have to put up runs against this team because they're such a good offensive team. Zim winds up and delivers. Ground ball chop foul. On the third baseline, stays three and two. And the Waves have scored in three consecutive innings coming into the eighth. Three in the fifth, one in the sixth, one in the seventh. Go get him right here, Zim. Go get him. Full count with two out. Ground ball to third. Deep in third. Peyton Cole. Great fire to first. Nicely done. Three out. We go bottom eight. Wave six. BYU three on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. 
You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Cougars playing catch-up late here at Miller Park. Bottom of the eighth we go. And BYU's down 6-3. to three. So The Pepperdine Waves took a lead into the eighth. When the Waves lead after seven, they're 14-2 and two this year. BYU been trailing after seven, two and nineteen this year. Those last third of the game comebacks are hard to come by. BYU's down three. Has the leadoff hitter here in the eighth is Peyton Cole for BYU. A two out, two RBI double in the second to bring home the Cougs' first two runs for Peyton and grounded out to first in the fifth. He's one for two tonight. And is now one and one. The count against him from Jack Baird. Everline's second pitcher tonight. Baird delivers the one-one. A swing and a miss from Peyton Cole. One ball, two strikes. Yeah, heavy, heavy changeup. That's what he's going to. It's got a lot of sink to it. I mean, it's 75 mile an hour pitch, but it's got a ton of sideways and downward tilt. So you got to see it deep. The one-two to Pate. High for ball two. Two balls, two strikes to the BYU third baseman. He's basically just showing the fastball high so that he can throw that changeup. That's what he wants to get to is that changeup. Baird comes set. The righty kicks and fires and gets Peyton swinging and missing for a strikeout. So Cole leads off the bottom of the eighth with a frontwards K. And for Pepperdine pitching, that's strikeout number six on the night. Cole retired via the strikeout for the first time. He's one for three on the night. It'll bring up the top of the order. And Mitch McIntyre, Mitch playing left tonight. Solo home run for McIntyre, his last time up in the fifth. He's two for three with a single in the first, homer in the fifth. Flied out to center in the second. Center's where we normally find Mitch McIntyre, but he moved over a spot. Cole Gamble moved from right to center as Cowden came in and manned right field tonight. Josh made a really nice play in foul territory as the right fielder tonight. Yes, he did. The 1-0 to Mitch McIntyre. Uh-oh, it's going to come back, maybe. Oh. Oh, foul down the third base line. That English, you just never know when you hit it off the end of the bat. Thought it might uh, roll back fair. Slow roller in the infield, but foul. 1-1. The count, one out in the bottom of the eighth. BYU down to 6-3 to Pepperdine. Jacob Wilk is a pinch hitter on deck. Brian Call would have hit in that place. But Wilk warms up and will hit here in the eighth inning. A taken strike by Mitch McIntyre for one and two with one gone. Ball two. Got a battle here, Mitch. Find a way on. Need base runners. The 2 2 to Mitch. High for ball three. Mitch McIntyre is BYU's leader 
in a number of categories. Let's rattle them off for you. On-base percentage, doubles, triples, bases on balls, hit by pitch, in addition to plate appearances and at-bats as the leadoff hitter. The left-handed hitting, Mitch McIntyre. Takes his base. Well, he did a good job of taking the change up there, and that's uh, that's the key right there. He's struggling with his fastball. Wants to throw a change up. It took into the eighth inning for a Pepperdine pitcher to walk a BYU batter. It's the first walk of the night. Mitch McIntyre is at first. If you walk somebody, you're going to get a visit to the mound, apparently, in this one. Yeah. So Jack Baird conferences with coach and catcher on the hill. Mitch McIntyre is on first with one out. Jacob Wilk will come to the plate with Andrew Pintar on deck. So Mitch McIntyre tonight, two for three with a base on balls. We're in the eighth inning in the first game of a three-game series between BYU and Pepperdine. The Waves dominate the series all time, 29-19, but so many of those games were back in the day before these were conference games, and they, pretty much everything was played back in Malibu back in the day. Yeah, and it, almost, it almost took BYU joining the WCC to get the Waves yeah. to Provo. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, they, they, rarely leave, they rarely leave California and the Southern California area for any preseason games. The only time they really leave is for conference when they have to go play us, Portland, and the Zags. They, they don't like to travel. Pitcher up in the Pepperdine pen is Dylan Schwartz, another right-hander. So Jacob Wilk will pinch hit for Brian Call. From the bottom of the eighth, BYU's down three. Six to three is our score. What is taking so long? The umpire... What is, what is the bookkeeping happening down there? I have no idea. He's, he's just taking a while to get Jacob in his book. Scott LaTondra is the home plate umpire. Joey Stegner at first. Denver Dubril at third. We'll see Stegner behind the plate tomorrow night. So empty count, one out, and one on for BYU here in the bottom of the eighth. Jacob Wilk digs in. Pop up. Get into the stands, bounce off the concourse, and off a hop. Fan makes a catch with a glove here in Miller Park. Jacob Wilk playing in his 37th game, hitting 210 on the year. Two home runs, 17 RBI for Jacob. 0-1 to Jake. Pops it up. First baseman going back. He and the second baseman figure it out. First baseman takes and makes the retirement. So first baseman Justin Lutz on the pop-up to the right side of the infield. Two are gone here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Cooks it down to four at-bats, down three. Andrew Pintar steps in. So the pinch hit at-bat from Wilk ends up in a pop-up to first base. Andrew Pintar has gone single and stranded in the first. Lined out to center in the third and lined out to short in the sixth. That's the first fastball. He's thrown for a strike and then he takes it because it was started down. He thought it was that changeup. It's been all changeups the last couple innings. 
BYU's batting average leader, Andrew Pintar, hitting 324 on the year. Gets out in front of that. And now looking at an 0-2 count. And now you got a battle with two here. Find a way to get Cole Gamble up as the tie-in run. 76 miles an hour in to Pintar. The 0-2, two out, runner on is Mitch McIntyre. And Penny lines it in the four-hole to right. McIntyre is going to stop at second. Don't want to be the third out on the base pass. It'll be first and second with two outs for Cole Gamble. Uh, and the Cougs have the yeah. tying run at the plate now. So Pintar singles to right. Penny's got himself a two-for-four night. If I'm Cole Gamble right now, I'm hunting elevated changeup. That's what they want to go to right here. Hunt that pitch, get it elevated, and do some damage. Campbell's 0 for 5 on Tuesday, 0 for 3 tonight. It was also 0 for his last two at Pacific, so he's on an 0 for 10 rut with a base on balls right now since being just sizzling hot through that Pacific series. And everything leading up to it for two weeks. One ball, no strikes to Gamble. Two out, two on. Time run at the plate, though, in a 6-3 ball game. And Cole Gamble can take you deep. He swings and misses there for one and one. Mitch McIntyre at second. Andrew Pintar is at first. Two out, two on for Gamble. Hitting 255 with runners in scoring position. And that's in on the fists and fouled down the first baseline. So now it's one and two with two gone to Gamble. Gamble's 16-game hit streak and 22-game streak of reaching safely ended Tuesday against Utah. Playing in center field tonight is Gamble. BYU's total bases leader on the year. Oh, for his last 10 at the plate. The 1-2 to Cole. Takes low for ball two. Two balls, two strikes with two out, two on. Pepperdine leading BYU 6-3. In the bottom of the eighth inning here at Miller Park. Still dusk. The floodlights illuminate the playing surface, but we're not yet dark here in Provo. 2-2 to Cole. Foul tips to stay alive. Josh Cowden's on deck. Cowden tonight, singles in the second and fourth. He grounded out in the sixth, 4-3. Josh been swinging a good bat of late. He's reached in eight consecutive games, including tonight. Jack Baird in relief of Brandon Llewellyn has gambled a 2-2 count. Fouled the other way to the BYU dugout facing. Count stays 2-2. Two and two. All the Kooks up on the top step. Urging their team on. Down three. Six to three, the score. BYU with a loss would fall to 13 and 12 in league. The Waves will go to 10 and 12 in conference. Four at-bats currently remain on the board for BYU. Gamble takes low for ball three. Full count. And two out. Two on. 
Runners will be on the move with a 3-2 count. McIntyre at second. Pintar at first. And BYU's slugging percentage leader in the batter's box. And Cole Gamble. The 3-2 delivery. And Cole pops it up down the first base line into foul territory. Lutz is there. And oh, coming over to make the catch is the second baseman. Peck, what a play. Reaching over the wall. Lutz wasn't going to get it. And then sprinting in behind him and diving over the rail to make the play and record the third out is the second baseman, John Peck. What a play. Lutz wasn't going to get it. And the second baseman says, I got your back. Tremendous defensive play to end the Cougars' eighth. Wow. For BYU in the eighth. No runs on a hit. There were no errors. Two runners were left on. We go to the ninth. Pepperdine six and BYU three on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We go here at Miller Park. BYU down 6-3 to three to Pepperdine. Tyson Heaton is the new pitcher for BYU. It's a PZ Printing pitching change presented by PZ Printing. PZ Printing, nothing inspires like print. Six runs, 12 hits for the Waves. Three runs, eight hits for BYU. And for Pepperdine. Wyatt Young is the hitter, top of the order. And laces that. Will it get down to the gap in right center? It gets to the wall off the glove of Cole Gamble. Did Cole Gamble get a touch of that in center field? Yeah, he did. It goes to the wall anyway off the glove and a double for White Young. Barely gets off his glove. Great effort. Had to go a long way. So the shot to the gap in right center. Cole Gamble giving chase. Reached out of the warning track. Got his glove to it, but it bounces off his glove. And he kind of hit the wall hard. Sliding in nearly head first. Hmm. There in center. He was shaken up on that, but gets up, and that'll be a leadoff double for Wyatt Young here in the ninth. Great effort there. Just off his glove on the full stretch there. So no one out, and a runner on second, a runner in scoring position for Billy Cook. Billy Cook with runners in scoring position this year. Batting 400. We call that hit number 13, that shot to right center. That's it strike one from Tyson Heaton to Billy Cook. You know the most fascinating thing to Billy Cook, I look at these stats, is 13 home runs, but only one double and one triple. Like, a guy with that kind of power, you would think would have double-digit doubles Tons of well. extra base hits, right? Yeah. So when he hits the ball, he hits it out of here. He hits no or, doubters. Or, yeah. <laughs> or it's singles. Yeah. The 0-1. Low for ball one, one and one the count. And as I say that, of course, because there's the baseball jinxes and, and superstitions, he's going to hit a double this at-bat. Why Young hit a double preceding him. He's at second base with no one out. 
And a 1-1 count. Pepperdine 6 and BYU 3 our score. We're in the ninth inning here in Provo. Ball two. Tyson Heaton, BYU's fourth pitcher tonight. Making his 15th appearance. Batters hitting 261 against him coming into the night. 4.43 ERA, 0-1 record. 19 Ks in 22 and a third innings of work. Strike two delivery. Two and two count from Heaton to Cook. Due up for BYU in the bottom of the ninth. Cowden, Achikar, and Valdez, the five, six, and seven hitters. That's who's due. We'll see how it plays out in the bottom of the ninth. Top nine we go. No one out. Two and two count. Runner on second is Wyatt Young. That's ball three away. Well, Tyson's had some really bright spots this year. He did a really good job in that San Diego series coming in on that day three and and pitched some really solid innings. You know, he's had some tough outings as well. Midweeks hasn't been his best thing. You know, the interesting stat for Tyson is he's given up 24 hits and half of those, 12 of those, are extra base hits. So when guys are hitting Tyson, they're hitting him pretty hard. Foul tipped and caught Valdez, I think. Home plate umpire. Scott Latondra making sure Abe's okay on that deflection. Yeah, foul tip right off the mask. Square. Square in the mask. Those catchers are built different. Abraham takes one off the face guard and a full two count with no one out. The runner in scoring position is Wyatt Young at second base. Billy Cook tonight. Single, ground out, base on balls, and scoring, and then a strikeout. The big out here to try not not let, let him advance the runner to third. Time is called. The right-hander Tyson Heaton on the hill. The right-handed hitting Billy Cook in the box. BYU and Pepperdine will meet again tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. First pitch, 6.06 officially here at Miller Park. Middle game of a three-game set. Tyson Heaton comes plateward. Good pitch. That's a swinging strikeout. Said it was a big out. They get it right there. Out number one is the second consecutive swinging strikeout from Billy Cook. He K's in the seventh and now the ninth. Well, and, and Tyson Heaton has starter capability stuff. You know, going into last year, the COVID freshman year, we thought, hey, there's a good chance he's going to be the third, if not midweek starter, throwing a ton of innings for us. And he has the stuff. Um, he's, he's battled some arm fatigue when he got back from uh, from winter break and so was off to a little bit of a slow start. But uh, he's a guy who, you know, going to go out and pitch this summer and, and come back next year and have a chance to earn a job in that rotation next year. Strikeout number nine from the BYU staff tonight. Foul back to the screen by Aron Modlin. Three-run home run, the biggest hit of the night so far. In a three-run game, 6-3. to three. You mentioned summer ball. There are a number of leagues out there that yeah. take the college players, and it's a matter of kind of they kind of end up all over the yeah, place, don't everywhere. they? All the way from California down to you know the Cape Cod, the Cape Cod Northeast, all the way down to uh, the Carolina League down there as well. So there's there's kids everywhere to the Northwoods, yeah. all over the place. Valuable at bats and innings pitched going into next season. Fouled out of play for an 0-2 count. So Tyson Heaton gets ahead of and 
Maudlin 0-2. And to add to that, Greg, that's what hurt these guys the most was not that we only got the 14 to 16 games. I always forget. Last year was just a blur. But 16 uh, games. 16 games last year. It was the summer ball at-bats that 85% of our players didn't get because all those leagues canceled, which is another 100 to 150 at-bats in the summer with a wood bat against good pitching where you really have to grind it out and play every single day, and they didn't get that opportunity. No balls, two strikes, one out, one on to Aron Modlin here in the top of the ninth. Mm, good pitch. Oh, my goodness. Doesn't Where's get the call. Ball one. The 1-2 to Maudlin. Lower part of the zone. I hate that because that's strike three. That's a that's a really good pitch. The umpire must have think it was down because it wasn't out. But uh, you strike a guy out, he doesn't call it, and then this next pitch so many times turns into a hit. So one Tyson, ball, two strikes, one out. We'll see if... Break, the, break that common trend, Tyson. We'll see if Tyson can reverse that particular notion here on the 1-2. Foul back. Stays one and two. Well, and usually it becomes a hit, Greg, because what happens is the pitcher's frustrated. The motion changes. He thinks he strikes a guy out, and then he doesn't. And then the hitter's thinking, okay, I got an extra chance here. and I'm going to go ahead and put a ball in play. And it usually ends up benefiting the hitter in these situations. Ron Modlin's fourth home run of the season coming earlier in this game. That three-run shot. That's the difference, right? Yep. Top of the fifth, that three-run jack. Put the waves up 4-2. It's the winning run right now. In a 6-3 game. High for ball two. Tyson Heaton. Two balls, two strikes. One out. Darkness nears here at Miller Park. Modlin's night two for four with the one run scored on his home run. Three RBIs on the Shot from Modlin. Two and two. Righty thrower Heaton, right-handed hitter Modlin. Kick and fire. Breaking ball. Got him. Clipped him inside, so he loses him on a 2-2 on a hit-by-pitch. And now it's two on and one out. And like I talked about, turn it from a strikeout to a hit-by-pitch. And it just barely grazed him. But but still, and now all of a sudden it's first and second. Now the double play is still in order here, so you can get a ground ball and get out of this. But two outs, runner on second, to first and second, one out. And it changes the whole concept of the inning. Still one down here in the top of the ninth. Cook's looking to stay within shouting distance here. Heading into the bottom of the frame. Second baseman, John Peck. In the box. Strike one on the take by Peck. Two strikes taken. The 0-2. Second base made a heck of a play. He, I can't believe To end the eighth inning for BYU. How good of a play that was. A ball into foul territory on the first base line. First baseman couldn't handle it. Kind of lost his bearings near the rail. And then the second baseman from behind him 
Peck comes just sprinting full speed to reach over the rail and catch the ball with his body almost going entirely over the rail. Kept his balance and stayed in play that way, but tremendous defensive effort to make the out. As that's ball one from Tyson Heaton. One ball, two strikes, one out here, top nine. Waves up three. Got a cold front coming in tonight. Yeah, so it looks like it's cooler yeah. tomorrow and Saturday, tomorrow right? Tomorrow Saturday's going to be a little cooler. The one, two, nope. Ball two. Tell you what, Wyatt Young is working hard at second base trying to steal third. Twice now, he thought he had to jump and then shuts it down at the last second. So this is probably going to be uh, Tyson's last battery faces with the left-hander on deck and the lefty going in the bullpen. Struck him out. Good pitch. So Peck is retired on strikes. The second wave battery go down on this inning is retired via strikes. So Boston maybe is the southpaws up in the pen. He's not been summoned yet with two outs now in the top of the ninth. Now he is. So Mike Littlewood comes out. And be lefty v. lefty after this. We'll take a 60-second break. Pitching change coming up for the Cougs, who trails 6-3. to three. Two out, top nine. Tyson Heaton's night is done, and Boston Mabies' night begins after this one-minute break on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. All right, so back at Miller Park here in Provo, time for a PZ Printing pitching change for the Cougars, brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Boston Mabies will throw for BYU. It'll be lefty v. lefty here in the top of the ninth. There are two out for the Waves. And two on. Young at second. Maudlin at first. The two outs recorded by BYU in the ninth via the strikeout. Tyson Heat. Heat is night done. And Boston Mabius is in. It was a week ago at Stockton that Boston was summoned from the bullpen. But before he could even throw a pitch, a live pitch, felt something in his pitching arm and... Went right to the dugout before throwing a pitch. He was in his warm-ups when it didn't feel right, and that was his night. But so far, nothing too untoward from Boston on the hills. He makes his warm-up throws, and he'll face a batter. And the batter he's scheduled to face is Justin Lutz. Lutz destroyed a ball in the second inning to left center. Ended up on the street between the Miller Park and Marriott Center. Two outs for Lutz and two on. Waves up three. The Waves have taken a lead into the ninth. They've actually lost two games this year and leading after eight. And BYU has won a game when trailing after eight this year. They're down three in the ninth. Two on for Lutz and takes ball one from Boston Babius. Real big spot here. Keep it to three. Give us a chance in the ninth. Come on, Boston. The 1-0 from Mabius. Lutz a one for three night. 
The one hit was that solo job in the second. Two balls. No strikes from Boston. Two on for the Waves. Air strike one for Mabius. Boston tonight making his 15th appearance. ERA 4.95. His record's 2 and 3. 28 Ks in 20 innings pitched. Matters hitting 232 against him. Lutz hitting 247 on the year. Gets him in on the fist and foul back for strike two. Another one off Valdez. He just can't. <laughs> the magnet today. So Boston opened up 2 0 and gets it to 2 2 with two out, two on. Top nine. Well, and, and Tyson before Boston, you know, he gave up that double, gave up the, the walk, but he had the two strikeouts against two really good hitters. Yep. So he. Boston needs to come in and save him right here. Keep us in this game. BYU down 6-3. to three. Scored two in the second and one in the fifth. The Waves go one in the second, three in the fifth, one each in the sixth and the seventh for the 6-3 lead. Five of the six Waves runs scoring on home runs. The 2-2 to Justin Lutz with two out and two on. Foul tip. Hey, that a boy. For the strikeout. So, it's three strikeouts for BYU pitchers in the ninth inning. Will take us to the bottom of the ninth. For Pepperdine, top nine. No runs on one hit. There were no errors. And there was there were two runners left on base. We go bottom nine. Pepperdine, six. BYU, three. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Bottom nine we go. Cooks down to their last three batters to this point. Joshua Cowden, first of those. And one ball, one strike to Cowden here in the bottom of the ninth. Waves six and BYU three. Jack Baird replaced Brandon Llewellyn's, taking it the rest of the way here tonight. Two balls and a strike to the leadoff hitter here in the bottom of the ninth. Joshua Cowden. Find a way on here. Josh has been on twice. Two for three with a run scored. Back-to-back singles in the second and the fourth. Grounded out 4-3 in the sixth. The 2-1 to Josh. And rips it. Are you oh, kidding me? Liner caught by You're their first serious. baseman, Justin Lutz. The last two plays made by Pepperdine are unbelievable. Great defensive plays. Just scorched. And you the first baseman reaching to his right. Throws up the leather and stabs it for one out at the bottom of the ninth. That was just ripped down the line. And Justin Lutz in position to glove it for out number one. Yeah, if that's a foot right or left, that's that's a double. But it's hit right at him. Almost takes his head off. Wow. Freddie Atchikar next to hit. After Cowden's retired on the line out to the first baseman, Justin Lutz. Lutz doing it with his bat and his glove in this one. Yeah, the last out of the eighth and the first out of the ninth. Both tremendous efforts as Freddie swings and misses to go behind 0-2. And and Freddie's had a tough night to the tune of 0-3 for with three Ks this evening. Swinging in the second, looking in the fourth, swinging in the seventh. I feel so bad for the kid. It's folks in the stands tonight on this Freddie night. 
The rest of the seniors will be honored on Saturday. Freddie takes four ball one. One ball, two strikes, one out, no one on. Bottom nine. And the Waves lead BYU 6-3. to three. Cougars looking to avoid back-to-back home losses this week. Utes got them on Tuesday. Extra base hits and long ball, a big story that night. And extra base hits, long ball, a story tonight as Freddie takes for ball two. Two and two. one gone, no one on for Atchikar. The left-handed hitting first baseman for BYU, righty thrower Jack Baird. Three straight balls after going ahead on Atchikar with two strikes. Find a way right here, Freddie. Find a way. Abe Valdez awaits on deck. No pinch hitters called for yet here in the ninth. Atchikar poises the bat on his left shoulder. And it's inside for ball four, so Baird lost him. He was ahead 0-2 to a guy with three strikeouts tonight. And then Freddie works the count for a base on balls. So Atchikar to first base. Abe Valdez next to hit. Brock Watkins on deck. One out for BYU, bottom nine, and a conference on the mound. Right now it's pitcher, catcher, and third baseman involved. BYU cannot finish this year with a winning overall record. But the Cougs can finish with a winning conference record. Just need one win in the three games. As Hunter Swap checks in as a pinch runner for Freddie Atchikar at first base. So Swap to first. One out. For Abe Valdez. Abraham tonight is 0 for 3. A fly out, a strikeout, and a fly out. Just get on base here and get the tie and run to the plate. Abe didn't play with back issues against Utah. Has hits in five of his last eight coming in two tonight. Nothing tonight. And missed a home run for what about up a foot, you think, yeah. Greg? Oh, man. Would have been a two run shot. Ball one. Ball one taken by Valdez. And that may... Will that be it? Second visit to Baird. And that's going to be a pitching change for the Waves. We'll take a break of 60 seconds to get that taken care of. One ball, no strikes to Abe Valdez with one out here in the bottom of the ninth. BYU's got a runner on, down three, six to three. We're back in one minute on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. New pitcher for Pepperdine is the right-hander Trevor Niskern, the junior. Six-foot buck 85 is the third pitcher for the Waves. The righty hurler facing the right-handed hitting Abe Valdez here in the bottom of the ninth. BYU trailing Pepperdine 6-3. And the count's 1-0 with one out and one on for the Cougs. Well, he's a fastball slider guy. He can run up to about 94 miles an hour. So the first guy we're going to face today that has a 90-plus mile an hour fastball. But uh, he likes his slider. He's a little bit of a whippy three-quarter action. He, he will miss his fastball over the middle. That's why his ERA, the way it is, he'll give up hits, you know. And so he's an op- he's a guy here that uh, 
we were struggling with the changeup today, and so now we're not going to forget. He's not a changeup guy. He's more a fastball slider, and see if we can do something here. The ERA to which Tuckett alludes is 7.39 for Niskern, who has a 1-4 and record on the year. 28 innings pitched. He's given up six dingers among the 31 hits against him. Averaging less than a strikeout per innings pitched. 22 Ks in 28 innings of work. And hitters at 277 against him coming in two tonight. Pepperdine has a three-run lead in the bottom of the ninth inning. It's all about getting on base here, Abe. Find a way to get Brock up as the tie-in run and make this interesting. We had, a, had the tie-in run up last inning. Yep. They made an unbelievable play in foul territory. To retire Cole Gamble. Well, how big is that line drive out for Josh Cowden this inning? Yeah. To lead off the bottom of the ninth. The 1-0 to Abe. Hunter Swap is the pinch runner at first, away from ball, ball two. So Niskarin's first pitch is not close. Two balls, no strikes, one out, one on. BYU down three. Brock Watkins on deck. Brock has a single. Came in the second inning. The 2-0 to Abe. Kick and fire from Nisker in a square, but strike one. I think he was just fake bunting right there. Third baseman was playing back. Just trying to... I like that, because one thing about that is now the third baseman has to play in, so you he has less range towards his glove side in the six hole. Fire back to first. Swap is back. Two balls and a strike with one out. Hey, Valdez takes his time, readjusts his helmet, tugs on his jersey at his chest, and awaits the 2 1 delivery from Nisker, who will instead fire back to first. Lutz swipes on Hunter. What's Hunter's stolen base? Ahead. What, five for six, six for seven, something like that? Hunter swap on the year is five for five. Five for five. For number five. Pitch into Abe, fouled on a play. Oh, you got a good pitch to hit there, Greg. Fastball down the middle at 92. Took a good, healthy swing at it, but he's kicking himself because that was the pitch he could do damage with. Two balls, two strikes now to Abe. One out in the bottom of the ninth. Cooks playing just their 15th home game of the year. Nine and five is the home record. The 2-2. Kick and fire. High for ball three. The count is full. With the runner at first, the tying run would be in Brock Watkins' form should he get to the plate. Three balls, two strikes, one out, bottom nine. Come the on. Waves lead 6-3. to three. Come on, Abe. Come on, Abe. BYU's been playing catch-up since falling behind 4-2 in the fifth. Trevor Niskern. The wind-up and delivery. And it's high Good to walk. Good take. Good take. So, back-to-back walks for BYU here in the bottom of the ninth inning with one out. Atchikar walked. Swap pitch running for Freddie. 
then Abe Valdez walks, bringing up Brock Watkins. And the pinch runner, Hayden Latham, for Abe Valdez will be Hayden at first base. So Swap and Latham used off the bench as pinch runners here in the ninth. That wind's starting to blow to center. That's where Brock likes to go. That wind is cooling things off. We expect a cooler weekend to finish off the regular season for BYU and Pepperdine. Empty count, one out, two on. Runner in scoring position for Brock Watkins. Kooks down three. Brock's the tying run at the plate, and ball one delivered from Niskern. Brock Watkins, two homers on the year. 21 RBI on the season. 215 hitter is one for three tonight with a run scored. He scored that run in the second. The 1-0 with one out and two on to Brock. Niskern looks back. at swap at second. And that's outside edge for strike one. Just barely caught the edge. Pepperdine 6 and BYU 3 in a 1-1 ball game. A 1-1 count here in the bottom of the ninth. Brock hitting 200 of the runners in scoring position. Was robbed of a hit his last time up. The 1-1. Ooh, Ooh, almost hit him. Did it. It grazed him. Brock thinks he's taking the base. The umpire says no. I'd like to see a replay here. Yeah, the robbery to which Tuckett alludes was the diving play from the third baseman modeling who threw from a knee to get him off one hop. Oh, did it ruffle his jersey on the hip there? Brock did turn inside and thought he was taking a base on an HBP, but no, it goes as a ball instead. Two balls and a strike with one out. Righty hitter Watkins. Righty thrower Niskern. Two balls and a strike. One out, two on. Cougs down three. Tying run at the plate. Brock swings it. Misses for strike two. Niskern blew it by him at 90. Hey, battle here with two strikes right here. Battle here. Have some fun. Brock's at his best when he's right through the middle. This game, three hours and six, make it eight minutes old right now. 2-2, one out, and two on for BYU playing comeback here in the bottom of the ninth. Kooks do have a win when trailing after eight this year. Looking to make it a second such victory. Niskern kicks and fires. That's fouled almost straight back by Watkins. Count stays two balls and two strikes. Mentioned the game at 3.08, 3.09 now. The long game of the season was that four-hour and 32-minute marathon at San Diego. In a wild weekend, the Cougs and Toreros just <laughs> rolled up the runs. The 2-2 to Brock from Niskern. Niskern comes set. Wind up and fire and a swinging strikeout. Big out for the Waves as Watkins will trudge back to the dugout. The tying run... Coming to the plate will now be the nine-hole hitter, Peyton Cole. Yeah, he just blew a fastball. Numbers high by him there. First strikeout for Brock tonight. Peyton had the biggest hit of the day for us so far today. Boy, we could use another one. Two out, two RBI double Get in the Mitch second. Up. Get Mitch up. Mitch McIntyre is on deck. There are two out. 
the Cougs last hope for the time being is Peyton Cole in the nine hole wave six Cougs three BYU's been blanked in three consecutive innings coming into the ninth ball one from Niskern just get the next batter up get Mitch up right here Pate one ball no strikes to Cole Peyton one for three tonight with those two RBI in the second inside by the knees for ball two two balls and two strikes Mitch McIntyre would be the go ahead run if they put Cole on here they bring in Nisker, and last thing in the world they want to do is lose the nine hole to Mitch McIntyre. BYU's on-base percentage doubles and triples the leader. Two balls, no strikes, two outs, bottom nine, waves up three, six to three. Nisker kicks and fires, and that's laced foul down the third baseline. Out of play for a strike, two balls and a strike to McIntyre. To beg your pardon to Cole. McIntyre on deck. Cole hitting 182 with runners in scoring position. Peyton struck out his last time at bat. Big spot right here, Peyton. Have some fun up there, bud. Right back through the middle. Two and one with two out, two on. Peyton Cole, the tying run at the plate in a three-run game. Trevor Nisker and the righty on the hill. Brings his glove. A low eye level, the wind-up and release, and two strikes on a swing and a miss from Peyton Cole. So, the count's even, the outs are two, and the lead is three for Pepperdine. We're in the bottom of the ninth inning here at Miller Park in Provo. Cougs looking to avoid back-to-back home losses. Utah got the Cougs on Tuesday, and Pepperdine leads the Cougars on Thursday. Shorten up here, right back to the middle. Shorten up here and compete. Battle, got a battle. Swap at second. Valdez at first. Peyton in the box on the 2-2. Chopped foul. Down the right field line. Stays 2-2. Two two. 6.06 p.m. first pitch tomorrow night for BYU and Pepperdine. 106 on Saturday afternoon for the series and for BYU regular season finale. It'll be a 50-game year for BYU. Game number 48 being played tonight. A game that Waves leads 6-3 in the bottom of the ninth. Mitch McIntyre on deck. Peyton Cole in the box facing the 2-2 count from Trevor Niskern. Who kicks and fires high and away for a full count. Runners will be on the move. The count is full. The outs are two. The lead is three for Pepperdine. Peyton Cole. Come on, It's Pete. for now Find BYU's last hope. Find a way on right here, Pete. Find a way on. The pinstriped Cougs down three. Tying run in the box is Peyton Cole. Three and two. Two out. Niskern with a glance back. Comes plateward with runners on the move, and he lost and walked it. Not even close. So now BYU's top of the order hits. Oh, the boy. The base is loaded. Here we go. It just got interesting. And they're going to go to the bullpen, Greg. So with the pitching change, we will take a break of 60 seconds. We're at the bottom of the ninth. Trevor Nisker did not get the job done for the Waves. He loads the bases and leaves the game. 
the go-ahead run at the plate. When we come back, Mitch McIntyre, who's already homered tonight, will hit with the bases loaded on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Pepperdine goes to the pen for a guy who's only started games this year. Trevor Hinkle making his 12th appearance, but his previous 11 were all as a starter. Hinkle comes in, and he's a right-handed hurler. He comes in on 49 and two-thirds, not a strikeout guy. Only 29 Ks in 49-plus, and hitters get to him at a 316 clip. But he is who Coach Rick Hertzsteiner goes to here in the bottom of the ninth with two out and the bases loaded. And Mitch McIntyre, the top of the order, in the batter's box for BYU. And Mitch is hitting better than 400 with runners in scoring position and right at 400. Two for five with the bases loaded this year. 302 on the year. Just the guy you want in just this situation. Bases loaded. We are ready for a senior moment right here, Mitch McIntyre. The go-ahead run at the plate for BYU. Mitch went solo home run in the fifth as part of his two-for-three night. And he takes ball one from Hinkle. Well, and the outfield is playing extremely deep, so if Mitch was to hit a double here, unless it was perfectly placed maybe down the lines, it's going to be hard for Peyton to score on a hit here to tie the game. Peyton Cole is at first after a base on balls. Valdez at second after his base on balls. Hunter Swap at third after a base on balls to Achikar, for which Swap pinch ran high and inside. Another ball. So Pepperdine pitching is falling apart here in the bottom of the ninth inning. All three base runners via walks. Two out. Bases loaded. 2-0 the count to Mitch McIntyre. BYU down 6-3. Let it eat, Mitch. Let it eat right here. Why Hinkle's got to make a pitch. Can McIntyre make him pay? Hinkle comes set. Kick and fire off Ooh, speed. Wow. And strike one on the take. 76 mile an hour. 2-0 and you go to a breaking ball. Wow. All right, now you've seen it. Here we go. Can Mitch measure him on the 2-1? Two out, three on. Cougs down three. Wind blowing out to right center. Mitch has homered in this game. A homer here wins this game. Take Mm. for strike two from Mm, 2-0 to 2-2. Good pitch right there. What does this game mean to the Waves? They've gone to a guy out of the pen who's been a starter all year long. All hands on deck for Coach Hurtensteiner. They want to win this game, this series. Have a winning record in the league. All those things in play for Pepperdine. Two and two. With two out, bases loaded, bottom nine. Kooks down, six to three. Ooh, inside layoff from Mitch. Full count. And this is huge because now Peyton's on the run at first, right? And so now... A double scores. It could score to tie this game. Here we go, Mitch. Knock or walk right here. Have some fun. BYU's doubles and triples leader, Mitch McIntyre, awaits the full count pitch with two out and the bases loaded in a three-run game. Jacob Wilk awaits on deck. The payoff pitch to Mitch. The swing and the miss, and the game is over. Trevor Hinkle comes in and gets the job done. Your final score, Pepperdine 6 and BYU 3. Postgame coverage starts next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.